The college experience week nine picks on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by mybookie.ag. Winning season continues at mybookie, and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit only at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sean Green. Sean Green's latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, is now available, well, everywhere iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. And wherever you get your comedy, so check it out. This loss hurts us all by Sean Stacking the Money Green. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome, welcome to the college experience week. Nine picks edition. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka based on last week's Small Dick Dundee, right? And I'm joined by my co host, oh man, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Patty C in the place to be. How are you, pal? I look, buddy. I'm still, I'm still owning the small dick Dundee. Cause if I, I, even though I hit my one lock of the week, like my, I actually, for, for, well, for the sports gambling podcast show, I had one. My for sure lock was Tulsa. And that's the one uh, that's the one that hit for you and everything else lost except San Diego state. So, uh, don't dwell on it too much. You're already you're letting it shake your mojo. No, 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 no. Because I'm still calling myself small Dick Dundee until I, until I improve myself. Small Dick Dundee is here. I don't want to hear that. I, I like, I like the humbleness, <laughs> but I think there's a certain element of swinging the BD. You know, you gotta be like yeah. a defense back in here. You, you gotta have the short memory. You gotta get back on it. And the next play you're taking it to the house. All right. Fuck it. I'm back. Pick Dundee's back. All right. Welcome to the land down Dude. under. All right. Walk about Best Creek here. Man. <laughs> I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico right now. Patty C close enough. And uh, you're in, you're in Los Angeles. This is our, our, you know, our next episode will be back in Los Angeles, but um, you know, it's two in a row. I feel like we're like a brand new fucking podcast. Now we're just sitting I know, here. We're, we're... Digital boys in a digital world here. Yeah, I, I just it's wild, man. But uh, dude, I was driving back from Oklahoma today. We're gonna get to our picks and everything, but uh, I've been in Oklahoma. Went to that game in Stillwater, dude. It snowed like all week in Oklahoma, starting like I think Sunday. Yeah, and I saw a 
posted on your Instagram today. Well, dude, and then I, we got caught in a fucking ice storm, right? Yeah. Driving into Texas and then into New Mexico, and I, I shit you not, I am not being sarcastic here. So all about twenty big rigs crashed. Really? While we're driving, I didn't actually see the physical crash, but the big rig is turned over, like glass broken in the windshield. The the back that carries everything, you know, the eighteen wheeler just shit out in the middle of the fucking road and, and like on the grass and also a dead cow. I think some cows like, I mean, dude, as we're driving, we're sitting there like me, me and a friend and we're sitting there like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't be driving here. You know what I mean? Like every, every 10 minutes we're seeing a potential fatality. Um, But, but then we finally get into New Mexico and I guess the snow really hit them because they had not plowed the freeway. So we get, we were at, a, at a, literally a stop for about four hours. We were not Damn. supposed to be in Albuquerque. We were supposed to be in Flagstaff, Arizona, which is like six hours away or no, five, uh, four hours away. And, yeah. and, and then on the fly, you know, switch the hotel reservation to, to uh, Albuquerque, go out to uh, uh, one of the oldest restaurants in America, actually. I think. Is that right? And uh and then uh had a few had a few tequilas, so I'm feeling good now, buddy. But that's wh- what I like to hear. What a crazy, crazy uh you know, I didn't know that really snow came this early in these places, I guess. Well, what do I know? I'm just a fucking idiot. Wonder if that might have a potential impact. I know that know it snowed in uh uh Minnesota last week, but it looked like the conditions were perfect for the game against Michigan. Uh, New Mexico is hosting Nevada this week. Is that what we no, got? No, 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 no. They were supposed to be hosting uh, San Jose State, but the COVID. Apparently, the COVID is really bad in New Mexico, which is why I'm here. And uh, <laughs> and that game got switched to San Jose. So okay, that gotcha. that was one of my for sure locks. I still lock that up, but we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I've been in that uh, exact situation actually. I was in uh, Virginia driving my pickup truck down the road back when I was pump pushing the old '93 uh, Ford Ranger, and um, man, there's just like a flash, like ice storm, and before I knew it, I'm spinning down the road at 60 miles an hour off into a uh, a drainage ditch, and like probably probably a hundred yards down the road was a bridge with a river, <laughs> like. Fucking locked up. Yeah, dude. Like, I I mean, I've seen so many. I mean, I'm not being sarcastic when I say 20, maybe 25, maybe somewhere. I would say somewhere between 18 and 25 tractors, 18 wheelers crashed on the side of the 40 freeway today. I mean, some of them with like shit, like the whatever product they were carrying all over the snow. (laughs) I mean, just uh, a couple of them. uh, One spot, it was it was almost as if two had hit each other. You know, like it was crazy, man. It was like going through a, a, a cemetery of, of 18 wheelers, bro. It was like that Emilio Estevez movie, maximum overdrive back in the eighties. With- <laughs> <laughs> uh, only the database could pull that. You, little do you people know the database is not only a, 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 a database of amazing amounts of sports information, but also useless 80s movie information, <laughs> specifically uh, Emilio Estevez's career, um, <laughs> and and uh, and also what what uh, Big Trouble Little China man. That's a that's a shout out to an 18 wheeler movie. There needs to be more. Can we can we call for more 18 wheeler movies over the top, dude? The 80s Terminator Two. 
even extended it in the nineties with that a little bit, but that was like 91, 91 still counts as the eighties. That's true. That's true. The nineties started in 94. <laughs> I would say like 92, 93. That's my theory is not 94 is when it was when they fully started. But, um, but yes, let's get, people are sitting there wondering, Hey, what the fuck? I'm tuning into this college experience, trying to get some college football bets. And these idiots are talking about maximum overdrive. You know, (laughs) what the hell is that? Sounds like a Seagal movie, right? And, uh, and yeah, well, welcome to the college experience where if we have a few drinks, we talk about what else? Well, I mean, random shit all the time, but I know that you guys don't give a fuck about what I'm talking about. Unlike most of the people on the fucking planet. Let me crack this, uh, this pinstripe red ale from Albuquerque, and let's Keep talk some college football. Classy, yes, let's do it. Um, okay. From the the top, I mean, look, we're just gonna go through. Uh, we'll cover the the primetime games, and then we'll go through our lock. South Alabama at Georgia Southern. Patty, see, I released a solo episode on this. I see you and NC Nick are rocking with the Jaguars, Jaguars of South Alabama. I'm going to go with the golden war Eagles of Georgia Southern. Mm. I question your decision-making process on this particular pick. And I would love to hear an explanation. I trust the triple option. And I, uh, I'm going to fade the two quarterback system of South Alabama and I, I really think Georgia Southern is a team that has been fighting to get healthy all year long. I think this is, could be the healthiest they've been all year. Give me, they need a good showing here. Give me them. I think they're going to, I don't think South Alabama has the discipline to stay with Georgia Southern. And especially if they're going with two quarterbacks, give me a big turnover by the, the golden war Eagles here of Georgia Southern. Hey, I like your optimism. I'm sure uh, the good folks in where the heck is Georgia? Is that in Atlanta or where uh, is Georgia? Uh, Statesboro, right outside Statesboro. of Savannah. Oh wow, 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 wow! It's a nice, nice area. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's see, Louisiana Monroe, uh, Georgia Southern squeaked by them. That's that's a bad look. That, that's actually misleading, though. Squeaked by Coastal Carolina. No, 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 no. Georgia Southern was up by like 18 at halftime or something against ULM. I thought I was going to get that cover in the bag. Uh, they also had their entire roster out against Campbell that, and La Monroe. That will do it. That is true. Uh, the real only time South Alabama has played decent competition was against Tulane and UAB. Both losses UAB. They took a shellacking against on a Thursday night. That said, this spread is set at uh, Georgia Southern as the Favorite, I, I would money line this all the way for South Alabama, even in Statesboro. Wow, on the road here. You don't, th- you don't think the short. Well, you don't have a a week to prepare for the triple option. I will say, last year they lost to Georgia Southern, but it was only by three. Uh, I, your grandfather's South Alabama Jaguars, Colby. I want to say in eighteen they won. Let me let me pull this up. Uh, no, they didn't play in 2000. No, they lost 48 to 13 in, in 2018. I'm counting on something like that. All right. <laughs> Let's go to 17. Well, history is certainly leaning in uh, Georgia Southern's favor. I will say though that South Alabama has been impressive this year to an hey, extent. And Georgia Southern. in 2017, they lost 52 to nothing. 
guess what, buddy? Times change. Times <laughs> change. Give me the Jags. They're playing better football. Winners of two straight. And uh, Georgia Southern just got spanked by two touchdowns against an admittedly very good Coastal Carolina team. Should be a good game. I'm not locking it. I wouldn't necessarily touch it, but give me the Jags. All right. How about the other Thursday night game? Uh, Colorado State at Fresno State. I see your. Oh, uh, did you switch? Were you on Fresno the whole time? I was. Okay. Uh, I'm on Fresno State here. Um, let wait. I thought they were getting to. This Colorado one, State did not play last week, right? Yeah, their game got canceled. I think. I think. Uh, this. I perhaps I wrote this long line wrong. I believe. Yeah, Colorado State is the favorite by two. So Fresno State is getting two points. Look, I'm just gonna assume that Hawaii, given the fact that they, their uh, system didn't have to change too much, they played well last year. Uh, you know, they came in. I, I'm, I'm assuming they had a pretty good game against Fresno, even though a 15 point loss uh, for Fresno is not a good look at home for game number one. That said, Colorado State just kind of sucks. And the new head coach situation, Adazio, I think it's going to take a little time for that to get working for him. Give me Fresno. Well, that's my angle, man. Is like, first off, Fresno Hawaii game, I watched a decent amount of. And as much as Hawaii's offense looked good, they uh, really won the game because Fresno's de- uh, turnovers. I think, I think they had five turnovers. If memory serves me, serves me correct. You can't do that and win many football games. Um, I think they now have an advantage by playing a game first. And then Colorado state who, if you analyze their roster, they were a terrible defense a season ago, especially in the secondary, which I think Fresno's got some wideouts. Then they were a finesse team. They have Colorado state's strength re- relies in really their wide receivers and tight ends. And Adazio is a run heavy coach. Yeah. Big I, time. I think it's going to be very interesting to watch how he, uh, does he adapt to his roster or does he just try to go old Boston college? Yeah. Did he adapt in the what? Seven years he was at Boston college. No, he never did in Boston college. As I mentioned on the solo pod, was like before Adazio got there, it was quarterback you. Yeah. Right. I mean, they have so many pros. <laughs> I mean, I want to say like, I want to say they've probably put like 10 pros since, since, since I was born, probably 10 quarterbacks in the NFL prior to Adazio coming in. Adazio yeah. comes in and they never get one quarterback to the NFL. Now they do crank out several power running backs. Um, but you're right. The quarterback play fell off and they also had the equivalent of like a high school quarterback in there on several occasions, not to mention the worst special teams ever. Oh yeah. The special teams that killed me. I still <laughs> worst game ever under Adazio. Oh, that was just, I remember just texting you constantly. I, I was about to cover games and they'd miss extra points. Um, I'm on Fresno here and NC Knicks on Colorado state. We moved down the line. I'm so shocked. First off, I'm so shocked that you're taking this. Wait, uh, no, I'm not. I'm switching. I, I don't know why. I, I feel like I was going through the list and I almost made the same mistake twice. So I'm so shocked that you're not locking this up. Are you? Should I? I think you're going to convince me, and I don't think you have to push very hard for me. To, <laughs> this I think is absolute gold on Friday night. Minnesota coming off a loss, right? 
uh, in a game where, you know, Mi- Michigan looked great, but Minnesota against, uh, you know, they did have some, some players out for, for COVID, but it, I don't care. You cannot tell me right now that Northwestern is better than Minnesota. I would take Minnesota against Northwestern and Northwestern won by 40. What was it? Was it 44 to three? Yeah, I think let me check that. So you, you want me to think that they can't cover 19 and a half. This is lock city guys. I had a horrible week this week. I am feeling great about this week's game here. Um, I mean, this is just money in the bag. It's money in the bag. I don't know. Maybe it was the, uh, the college park thing that <laughs> flipped my mind. But upon hearing the most basic of facts, I have to agree with you that Minnesota is the easy play and I will lock it with you as well. I mean, you're, you're telling me they can't win by three touchdowns. I, I, look, I, I'm just going to do you this favor right now. Give me, give me like five seconds here. I'm going to pull up something. I want to make a point. I've, I want to say in eight of the last nine games, but I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'm gonna see what we got going here. Hang on one second. Yeah, it was 43 to three, by the way, uh, last week. Northwestern over Maryland. So that's what a 40 point loss, right? Yeah, and uh, uh, Minnesota's only given 19 and a half. So look, that's yeah. a 40 point loss to to Northwestern, who I think is worse than Minnesota. Then yeah. if you go back last year, okay, Michigan State, a team with no offense. And their 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 complete their program was in in a lot of trouble there. Maryland lost only by three. I want you to forget about that game because that's the only anomaly here, right? This is a Michigan State team that just got slapped by Rutgers, by yes. the way. But if you look at every other game av- before that, okay, Nebraska beats Maryland fifty-four to seven in College Park, and that was a Nebraska team that did not go bowling, right? <laughs> Yep. Ohio State 73 to 14 against Maryland. That's a 59 <laughs> point win, right? Yeah. Yeah. Michigan beats them in Maryland by 31. Yep. Minnesota Here's- beats them by 42. <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. Yep. Okay. Then l- earlier in the year you have Purdue beats them by 26. You got Penn State beats them by 59. They had two 59 point losses on the season, Patty C. <laughs> Mike Loxley and uh, Scotty Montgomery. Scotty Montgomery together is Tweedledee and Tweedle fucking dumb at the wheel of the Maryland Terrapins. And just to do a quick update on the great Mike Loxley, a Nick Saban disciple here, uh, his current record is 6 and 42. As a head coach, six yeah. and 42. I don't understand how anybody gets a coaching job <laughs> with that record as a head coach. Well, what was his record coming into the season? Wasn't he like one in one in 29 or something or one, Wait, one in 35 coming into Maryland? You mean coming into Maryland? Yeah. Yeah. It was something like one in 31, <laughs> something like that. So now he's five and 11. I don't even think he's five and 11. I, I think cause cause they had an interim head coach. They had Matt Canada. Aha. Uh-huh. I think he's just lost games, right? Well, he's got three, three wins last year. Oh, that's right. Because they started out, they got the one against uh, Howard and then they worked Cuse. That's true. They worked Syracuse and, and they, they gave it to Rutgers pretty good. They don't Maryland. 
Maryland's after all those like 50 point losses last year, their three wins were by 79 points, 43 points and 41 points. (laughs) (laughs) Two of which were against power five competition. The one, the three days a year that Maryland shows up to play look out. Otherwise it's a fucking walk in the park. Howard is not Howard is, was horrible last year, but yes, the other two, the other two, although I mean, we'll get to the golden Guido in a second here, but I think this is such a lock. It's my, probably my favorite play this week. Uh, I can't believe it. I'm going to chalk that up to a clerical error on my part. And I'm going to agree with you. That makes it a triple lock. Cause NC Nick is joining us with that. All or right. I should say I'm you guys. Uh, then on Friday, I'm going to take you to, to Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, where they filmed the rumble fish and the outsiders. And, uh, East Carolina catching 18 in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Patty, see this spread is off. Yeah, I'm going to agree. Let, let, let me tell you why, buddy. East Carolina is much improved. I, I really believe that they passed the eye test more than more than, than they have in the past five years. Uh, the last time they played, they lost to Navy in a game where their quarterback got contact tracing. They had to start a freshman and they almost won that game. They almost still won that game. They were winning with like two minutes left. Yeah. And, uh, and I really believe if, if, if we had our quarterback Holton Allers, who's a, like what I think what now three year starter, three year starter. I think that is a big difference between that and a yeah, true freshman quarterback. Um, For sure. And you're getting 18 points. And then here's another thing. They had a week off. So they've had two weeks to prepare for Tulsa. Mike Houston mm. has said after the Navy loss, he said, I am really fucking proud of my team. I like my team. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this team. They're going to cover the 18. Cause I think Tulsa Tulsa still probably going to get the win, but this is going to be a little bit of a dogfight, I think. Oh, it's going to be close. I'm not touching this one with the 10 foot ball. I can see it going either way. I am lie. locking up the pirates. That spread is way too. It, honestly, this should be a ten-point spread. <laughs> Tulsa's been playing pretty good football, but I don't know. I mean, what they they handed it to USF. So that did ECU. Mean, like, what did the ECU do to USF? Twenty-point win. Tulsa handed them a twenty-nine-point uh, win. Yeah, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. I mean, I, look, I took ECU to cover too. Uh, I think Houston is improving them down there. But I do think Tulsa's playing good football. I think, I think Vegas got this one about right. But no, lock no. it up, lock Tulsa. it up. Tulsa I feel great about this. I feel great about this eighteen-point spread. Give me the Pirates to cover this thing, uh, unless Holton. I'll say the only way I won't feel good about this is if the contact tracing bites Holton Allers again, and they got to go with the freshman. All right, mm. give me my mm. starting quarterback. We cover this spread. There you go. All right. There it is. Then we move to Saturday's action. Wait, no, Friday. Friday. This is a Friday night game too, and this is one Patty C that I wanted to lock up. But like I said, Sean Chambers, he's out for the year. He played about three plays in 2020, right? Mm. Mm. And now Wyoming's backup quarterback, despite their their they came back from down 22 uh, a week ago on the road to send it into overtime. I still think I almost locked this up, but I just can't trust Wyoming's defense looked very, uh, I'm sorry. Hawaii's defense looked very good against Fresno make forcing turnovers. And I would love to lock this game up, but a Wyoming's quarterback 
I mean, he throws some balls that are just gimmies to the defense, the backup quarterback. Um, so I, I just can't lock it, but it's so close to a lock. If they, I'll be honest. If I knew if Craig bowl told me if he, if he was like, if he calls me up and says, Hey, small Dick Dundee, <laughs> I'm going to run the ball. Every play this game, I would lock up Wyoming. Interesting. It's the, Interesting. it's the fear of this backup quarterback. Cause if you watched any of the Nevada game, Oh man, it's a roller coaster. It's a roll. Every, every drop back is like, ah, you know, like, so I'm taking Wyoming. Let me tell you what I could not agree with you less. Uh, I don't know what allows you to completely ignore the results on the field last week, but Hawaii traveling to Fresno and putting a nice little shellacking on the Bulldogs there, 34 to 19. And then Wyoming, your lock last week, right? Taking a three point L against a Nevada team that just isn't that great. And here uh, it is, one week later, he's back on the bull train. What are we doing here, buddy? I'm going to die hard with these Cowboys because I. If they had not came back, if they had waved the white flag and they they were down twenty eight to six, and yeah. they forced this game to overtime, I truly believe the defense is good. I think the run game is good. Now, obviously, losing Chambers, who's not Chambers himself, wasn't a great passer, but he's much, much, much better than the backup. So that is, but the the fact they came back from twenty two, sent it to overtime. Sure, I I believe in Craig Bull. He's a good coach. Now let me let me push back on you a little bit here and and point out to the fans that the hidden subcontext that you're not telling them is that you're a Todd Graham hater. And so I think that factors in a little bit in your willingness to give him credit where it's due. And I think the results on the field are what you have to pay attention to. Now, I will I will say that there's something about a nice comeback that builds confidence going into the following week, but come on. Come on in Laramie high Get altitude, the rainbow warriors, baby. high altitude. Who knows if they believe in COVID there, maybe they <laughs> packed that house. Like Stillwater did last week. Let's fucking do it. Cowboy fans. Um, uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm on Wyoming. Nick's on Wyoming. You're on Hawaii. I can't wait to talk shit to you next week on this one. Okay. Here's an interesting right. one. The, and I'll be honest. I would lock this one if this game didn't smell crazy to me. It does smell. It smells really, really rank. West, West Virginia minus three and a half at home against K state. I just can't see how this is a, uh, I, I don't understand how West Virginia is favored. I, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't, I, I, they don't have fan. I mean, yeah. if, if they have fans, I think it's like 25%. I mean, this is a place that if, if they have a hundred percent capacity, maybe I, I see WVU is a three point favorite, but uh, with, with don't be scared away by the stinking spread. Okay. Take, trust your gut. See that's that small Dick Dundee coming out right there. <laughs> what I need is pick swinging Dick Dundee to come out and lock this game. Right. And use, use logic, use basic logic. To, I don't like that. hook. You know, this, I'll be honest. I don't like that hook. I can see K state winning. Three and a half. I can see 20 K state winning 24, 21. This is a team 
that just beat Kansas by 41 points last week. Okay. <laughs> the previous three weeks uh, up to that TCU, Texas tech and Oklahoma. Those are three good teams. I mean, Texas, seven- Texas beat West Virginia a week ago. Uh, that's true. Exactly. That's why I don't understand the line. Vegas knows something. I don't know. Dundee's <laughs> going to ride with K state, but he's not locking it. You can't convince me. NC Knicks on K state. You are locking this thing. Hook, I'm line and sinker. This. this is a triple lock on my lock alone. <laughs> I'm going uh, to do it for you guys. Is this your number one play of the week or is it Minnesota? Uh, I think you've convinced me that Minnesota is the number one, but <laughs> K state looks pretty damn solid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that, that line just smells to me. Um, moving along wake forest, the demon Deacons at Syracuse. Wake laying 10 and a half as wake ever laid 10 and a half against a power five team. Uh, I'm not sure, but they're, they're playing good football. We're not talking basketball. Right. We're talking football and even basketball that you'd have to yeah. go back to the days of Chris Paul or Tim Duncan or something. Wake's a better football program than they are a basketball program right now. Isn't that crazy? I feel like the past, Never for the past 10 that. years. Um, yeah. I think this, I look, I, I am a cues skeptic to the fullest, but 10 and a half is too many points. Give yeah. me the cues. This is almost lockworthy. Really? No, I wouldn't touch this one. <laughs> I could easily see uh wake forest covering this wake forest. Just beat Virginia tech by what? Nine. That's the perfect reason to do that is they start smelling their own shit. Look, Sarah, I Sarah, I, th- well, I want to say uh, if you got the schedule up, I want to say Syracuse beat them last year, and that's when they had Surratt and uh, Newman. Let me see here. Let me pull up Q's, uh 2020. Let me get back to 2019. Just so many buttons to press here. Um, Q's against Wake. Sorry, we're loading. Um, 39 to 30 in overtime. I never thought I'd see a two score overtime <laughs> game in college football, but. Of course, these idiotic teams managed to figure out how to do it. Wait, how does that uh, even happen? I'm trying to break that down. I'm guessing uh, Wake got a field goal and then Pick returned six. an interception for okay. a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. Um, but but Syracuse won. No, outright. Wake won. Wait, no, Syracuse did win. You're right. Yeah. Syracuse, Syracuse won outright. Yeah, and, and the, Syracuse really good in well, the first half. That's what I'm saying. Wake's gotten worse now. I guess you could argue that perhaps Syracuse has gotten worse too. But you're in the carrier dome. Wake is what three and two now, dude. They, I'm saying that they had Jamie Newman and, and Sage Surratt on their team last year. I, I'm I'm just saying, what are they doing on the field? They were eight and five last year, but they're winners of three in a row here. Uh some decent teams. They smacked Virginia around. They blew Campbell out straight out of the water, gave Virginia tech all they can handle. That said it's in the dome, right? Yeah. And you're right. And a half is too much. They're probably feeling themselves right now. Bad idea. NC Knicks on Syracuse. I'm on Syracuse. Patty C's on Syracuse. Um, look, all I'm saying is I am not locking this, but should we lock it? No, we should not really. Cause they won Syracuse- by nine a season ago. Well, they're just as likely to lay an egg as they are to show up on Saturday, Syracuse. So laying, uh, putting a lock on a team as unreliable as Syracuse from week to week is just bad business. Okay. It's not. How, what about the, what about this? A perfect lock spot. 
for the golden war Eagles and your team that this is like a Patty C special. And he ignores the lock because Boston college has done Patty C some great things this year. Get <laughs> BC's catching 31 at Clemson. Yeah. You don't think that, that's lock worthy. I don't cause Clemson <laughs> is fully capable of exploding on anyone. They, they just slept walked for what two and a half quarters against Syracuse and turned on the jets. Now I will say that BC has played pretty well, but, uh, 31, they lost by 26 against Virginia tech. It's fully (laughs) possible. All right. Yeah. We're all in BC, but, uh, I'm just trying to get you to get some locks going, buddy. Uh, I got uh, locks for you. Don't worry. Well, I got a lock for you here and this is, I'm going to step out on ledge a little bit. Yeah. Because Iowa State for the past three years has not ever beaten Kansas by 28 points or more. Their biggest Damn. their biggest win, I think, is 25. Right? Last year they only won by 10. Right? I think the year before that was 21. Yeah. But I'm gonna go out and say Iowa State coming off a loss, they're still in control of their own destiny, Patty C. If they win the yeah. rest of their games, they are playing in the Big 12 championship. Wow. Right? Wow. This is a <laughs> statement opportunity for them. Give me the Cyclones minus the 28. Kansas is much worse than they were a season ago when Iowa State only won by 10. They lost their quarterback. He's playing in that league, uh, that, that, uh, the TSL, the spring league. And, <laughs> and, and Puka Williams quit the, t- or quit the team to be with his family, personal matter. He's back in Louisiana. They don't have players. I mean, their best players, what Kwame Lasseter Jr. I, I, they don't have players. They just don't. And we knew this would be a yeah, bad year for them. And I actually think this is Iowa State. This is Matt Campbell's best team he's ever had at quarterback, at running back, at tight end, on the O line. I think it's his best team he's ever had at Iowa State. Give me the Cyclones minus twenty eight. Lock. He locks it. I'm not jumping on the lock, but I agree. Kansas is just terrible. Uh, I think Iowa state and Kansas state are comparable in terms of quality. Obviously uh, Kansas state winning by 41 last week makes me think it's possible that Iowa state replicates somewhere in that neighborhood. I mean, Certainly. You, you said, you said on Sunday that Iowa state and Oklahoma state look at the best two teams in the, in the big 12, right? Yeah. One thing we know, K state, Skyler Thompson's gone. Brock State's right there though. K state looks great. Brock Purdy though is a much better quarterback than I forget the kid's name. The guy who's stepping in for, for Skylar Thompson and, uh, and, and, and look, Deuce Vaughn's a, be- a beast, but Brees hall is an absolute beast. I actually think this Iowa state offense is better than K states. Perhaps K state has a better defense. I'm not sure there. I'm, I'd probably lean K state. Um, yeah. but I think Iowa state's going to run away with it. They need a good showing here after the loss in Stillwater. Rebound yeah. week. Kansas is four big at 12 games. Uh, 33 point loss against Baylor. Okay. That say no more. A 40 point loss against Oklahoma State. A 23 point or 21 point loss against West Virginia. And a 41 point loss. Their average, lo- average losing by like 38 points here. Well, so. and the 21 point loss was a, it was only because Puka Williams, the guy who quit, who quit the team, returned a kick return. With two minutes left, it was a twenty-eight point game. 
and blew my cover. That's yes, right. Yes. So Fuck. <laughs> give me the cyclones here. Lock it up. I'm going to take you to another lock that this one, at least we all like. And that's in Lexington, Kentucky, Georgia, minus 14 and a half. Colby. What? I thought you were bullish on Kentucky. No, I used to be until I realized they couldn't throw for more than 47 yards against a, a Missouri defense. That's not very good. Uh, um, and how about this Patty? C? I went deep diving for you on this one. Nice. I went deep diving. Here's why I saw, I mean, I know you and Nick are locking them up, but let me pull up the past couple games. First off last year, Georgia shut out Kentucky 21, nothing. Mm. And if you can't throw for 47 yards, if you can only throw for 47 yards against Missouri, well, yeah. Ge- Georgia's defense is way better. And also Georgia had a week to prepare for this and they're coming off of a loss. <laughs> right. And over how- on, on passing yards for Kentucky. And how about this? Georgia's won 10 in a row against Kentucky, right? Mm. Yep. And if you look at the last scores, look at this 21, nothing last year, the season before 34, 17, Season before that, 42-13. Then you got, okay, you got uh, one, 27-24. But even if you go before that, 27-3, 63-31, 59-17. Patty, see, these are all blowouts with the exception of one. This is a easy play. I expe- I, and I see they're starting Joey Gatewood, the Auburn transfer. I expect a pick six in this game by Georgia. Mm. I, that would be interesting. It'd be an interesting little prop bet to place. I think you're right. Well, one of the best defensive uh, backfields in the country going at, up against a team with uh, extreme passing ineptitude, usually a, a good play there. Uh, I was convinced after all your hype that this might not be lock worthy, but you are now selling me on Georgia. So I think I will lock it with you. Oh, see, he's coming around. He's coming around. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just think when you put, especially when you dive into the stats, why would you not take Georgia here? But yeah, before, coming off the loss really too. Yeah, you know two that. weeks to prepare after the loss. I wouldn't be surprised if JT Daniels starts a quarterback. Mm, a little uh, X factor. We haven't accounted for that could be a, a big payout for them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Before we get to the next game or lock, should I say, because somebody has locked it up on this, on this podcast. I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by my Yes. At my bookie winning season means the NFL is in full swing and college football is in full swing. And guess what? It's your chance to win big. There's no sweeter feeling than watching your team storm back in the fourth to win the game and put cash in your pocket. Whether you're a first time player, a veteran to the game, take it underdogs, or siding with the favorites. The fact is there won't be a better time to get in on all the action. Join now using our promo code SGP 20, and you can grab a free $20 wager with your first deposit to bet on anything in the sports book, anything. Look, I, I don't know if they, I know when COVID first hit, they actually, you could actually bet on marble racing. Maybe it's still out there, right? And may, may, maybe you can make some money in that fucking thing. All right. Give me, give me the blue marble number two. All right. And uh, there are enough out there, <laughs> dude. I, I gotta be honest. I'm not above betting on marble racing. <laughs> Why would you be? Well, if, if anything, I'm like attracted to it a little bit. That's <laughs> am I fucked it up was... that, I, that, that I would rather watch marble racing than, than like, than 
I don't know, like some other NBA. form of racing, like NASCAR or motorcycle racing. I would oh. say it's certainly less predictable than NBA basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or NBA basketball. Um, yeah. So check out, uh, yeah, look, you can bet on that. That's right. My bookie is giving you the chance to make your first ever bet a winning one. And it's on the house. Nothing beats NFL action and absolutely nothing beats free money. So join now and, and take advantage. Don't even think about it. Head over to my bookie now and get your stake in the game. People. NFL action, college football action, college basketball action right around the corner. Less than 30 days away. That's right. It's winning season, baby. And it begins today exclusively at my bookie. Patty, see, we had that that Wisconsin Nebraska game canceled. Brutal. I mean, uh, it's just that we knew the big 10 protocol protocol was going to cost them. What I want to know is are, are they canceling three games for Wisconsin? Because if it's a 21 day, if it's a 21 day thing and, and seven or 10 players have it, whatever the number was and their coach has it. Here's what, yeah. I, here's what I don't get. Is Same how, thing as this game. They all have to miss three. Yeah. Right. 21 days. Right. I don't understand. Like, like, why don't you miss the other two? Well, and here's what I don't understand. That college football is weird because like Virginia tech and Georgia Southern are getting hit with 30 players out and still playing the games. Is that because yeah. they need the money? Do they have the option to cancel? Because I, I say Florida, Florida LSU was about to happen and LSU looked pretty good against uh, South Carolina yeah, it out. <laughs> and, and, and Florida waves the white flag and says, no, we got to postpone this game. Yeah. I'm just having it's, a hard, uh, hard time understanding why <laughs> certain games are canceled and certain ones aren't. Isn't it, wouldn't that be an interesting development if, if teams are starting to strategize their schedule around COVID and you know, you got those back-to-back road games, boom, we got COVID. Well, well dude, I was thinking like the Barry Alvarez, he's their athletic director. He's no moron. I think yeah. he sees his coach and, and, and his quarterback have it or, or you know, or ma- mainly his quarterback. Cause that's his back. So their starting quarterback is out for the year. I think if not the year he's out for a while and Um, they start Graham hurts and he looks great. Right. And then he gets COVID and the backup gets COVID. So, so they were about to start their fourth string quarterback. So what I want to know is, do you purposely send out your team to get the contact tracing then? So, cause I believe that the, 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 the dumb playoffs, the dumb playoffs, I think you're better off being four or five and zero oh than six and two. That's true. Or six and one. Yeah. <laughs> Those four but wins. Wait, apparently wait, don't they, but, but if they're out three weeks, don't Michigan's on that schedule. Yeah. So they would have lost I mean, to Nebraska is, and Michigan. <laughs> they just go undefeated and get into the big 10 championship game with a four and record. <laughs> I, dude, I, look, I, I have no idea if this is what's going on, but isn't it logical to think that they might be thinking like that? It's not out of the realm of possibilities. I would say that that doesn't sound like a Wisconsin thing to do. I, I, I think of them as much more. Manly well, then, why, well, then why aren't you playing? If you, if you, I think the number was seven, you had seven players out. Well, Virginia tech and Georgia Southern have played with 30 fucking players out before. I don't understand <laughs> how they're, they're playing with 30 players out. Like seven is like, okay, I get it. You got hit at the quarterback position hard, but the, this is okay. This is, we, we took this risk when we decided to play this season, snap exactly. the fucking ball. Right. Right. <laughs> 
Call me crazy. A little, a little odd, a little odd. I'm not, and, and, and certainly questionable, but it is what it is out of our control. Interesting to watch though. Okay. Purdue at Illinois. Patty C you were locking this one. Of course I'm locking this. Is there any question about this? Purdue is only favored by seven here. They went and beat a good Iowa team or traditionally good Iowa team. We don't know anything about this Iowa team, but a traditionally good Iowa team. And then Illinois got completely shellacked and they made a, is she a true freshman or a red shirt Mertz red shirt, red shirt. Well, they made a guy playing in his first game look like Joe Montana. So, and they're just typically not that good of a football program. You know, so, what, you know, what's crazy. Though? I was a little bit surprised on the lock because I originally, when I went through here, I picked Illinois and then I changed it to Purdue. Illinois. What's that? Why? I, just, picked Illinois. I just think they're at home and I, I just see Purdue winning this one like 31, 27. Mm, you think this is going to be a, a game. I'm counting on our boy Brom and uh, Ron Dale. To just put the but put could, the jets on. Tell me you couldn't see like Purdue being up eleven with two minutes left and Illinois getting a garbage touchdown to cut this thing to four. I absolutely could see that. I, I very much could see that. Let's not jinx it. Knock on wood. Me I, I look I, st- I still took Purdue, NC Nick took Purdue, but just saying. All right, moving down the line, the Sun Belt. The fun belt, the the little darlings. As my, as a friend of mine, shout out to my guy Will Kennedy in 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 Virginia. He texted me saying, "Coastal Carolina is this year's Florida Gulf Coast." Remember when Florida, then when Dunk City was at Florida Gulf Coast at basketball, That's right. and they were beating Georgetown and making Sweet Sixteens. He said mm-hmm. they remind me of each other. The way that I I know it's tough to compare basketball squads to football squads, but he's saying he's calling that out. I'm well, gonna, they have both a coast in their name. They got that little coastal vibe going. I'm going to take coastal, but you guys are going to lock this one up. I think this is still a dangerous game because I think Georgia state is better than their record. Georgia state's a decent football program. I've and been so, impressed with them when I've watched them this year, even in the losses. Well, here's, I, I agree that they're, they, of any team that has potential to give uh, coastal Carolina uh, some trouble, they they're up there, but the spread is so small. It's only three. So I expect coastal to win. And if they can win, I assume they'll get it done by at least three. I mean, the odds are that they will. So it just seems like such a small spread for a team that's playing such great football. Coastal Carolina, honestly, where do you have them in the Dan base top 25 oh, right they're, now? They're top 10. I forget the exact number, but I think they're top like six or seven or I think there might be number four or five in my Dan base top 25. Deservedly. So based yeah. on their uh, schedule, I mean, well, they've they, 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 look, they're not like Ohio state sitting over there at a nice one and no. Right. They beat a good Georgia Southern team by 14. They beat a ranked Louisiana team by the Lafayette team by uh, only three. They beat an Arkansas State team that beat Kansas State, and they beat them by uh, what twenty nine points. Yeah, freaking Coastal Carolina is a good team. Patty C locking up Coastal Carolina. NC Nick locking up Coastal Carolina. Patty C, I watched some college football live the other day, and it's like, it's just, uh, it's, it's still insulting to me. It's absolutely insulting to me that people are sitting there saying, I, I forget it was like Herb Street. Uh, uh, what's uh, David 
David Pollock, the linebacker from Georgia, Joey Galloway. Yeah. And I like these guys. Some of these guys as their personalities, but they're already saying the playoff is set with Ohio state, Clemson and Alabama. Right. <laughs> right. I can't tell you I mean, how much that irritates me because yeah. Ohio state. I understand they have great players, but they are one to know in a game that I actually in the first half was, was a little bit of a game before all these players got kicked out. I think they would have beaten Nebraska regardless, yeah. but how do you just sit there and just say this? They're setting up the playoff already. What the fuck is this? Right. I mean, the odds, there is a decent chance that Iowa uh, Ohio state at the end of this season won't beat maybe there might be a couple teams in the top 25 on their schedule and they're only playing uh a what uh seven game eight game schedule eight i think they're getting eight, right? eight game schedule but that's so, that's a well, first off that could be a five game schedule as we're seeing with wisconsin now right 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 hold on but Oops. after one win to say that I just think it's like, okay, I see where this is going. You fucking suits, you fucking suits. And I love all, I I mean, dude, I'm a fan of some of those guys, but I'm like, it's just, how are you talking about that right now? Yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, we're, we're coming at it from another angle and I'm sure that these guys never saw themselves becoming this, but they probably can't help it. They have those jobs because they are from power conference, traditional powerhouse schools, Galloway and Herb street, Ohio state. Uh, what uh, Pollock from Georgia. Who else do they have on there? What if Oklahoma state goes 10 and oh, right. <laughs> I, I guess. Mean, uh, yeah. What if Notre Dame and Oklahoma state go 10 and oh, <laughs> and Ohio state, uh, let's just say one game gets canceled and they're sitting there at seven and oh, right. <laughs> Apparently it's locked up already. Well, even if it's not, if it's eight, no, honestly, who are you voting in? I would vote in the team that's played more times. Right. I mean, if, if they want to maintain any like level of consistency in their like the 13th data point, again, we always go back. I always go back to this because I think it's a complete horseshit, but the year that uh, Ohio state in year one had lost to a six and six Virginia tech team by 14 points at home, and yeah, TCU in Columbus in Columbus, right? Yeah. yeah. And TCU only lost to uh, Baylor by three, a team that was 11 and one. And uh, that was on the road. And they were up by 21 in that game and got some horseshit officiating in the fourth quarter and beat the, the, the thing that they said was the, the, the differentiating point between those two programs was the big 10 championship game. And that 13th data point. And here we've got the possibility that there's like four more games being played by another team. And yet if they still put fucking Ohio state in over one of these teams, they'll never have any credibility for the rest of time. You know? I mean, well, they've already contradicted themselves on that point. I mean, the several yes. points, but yes, it, this would be so extreme. Um, Patty C uh, we got the old rivalry game here. Michigan state, Mel Tucker fresh off of a nice, nice, uh, when uh loss against Rutgers glad to see he's the 12th highest paid coach in America um at <laughs> Ann Arbor oh boy this is a tough one to pick actually the line is 26 and the Wolverines are favored by 26 Michigan is with Joe Milton looking great Don Brown running that defense Josh Gaddis getting that offense to look better than it's ever looked in the hardball era yep 
And yet, it, why am I taking Michigan State, Patty C? Because it's a rivalry game. Exactly. And I completely exactly. see Michigan winning this one. I think yeah. Michigan's going to win like 35 to 14. Yeah. 100%. That sounds perfect. Uh, you got to figure Michigan State's going to bring something. You know, they're not just going to be asleep at the wheel for this one. Uh, they, got, they, they got Vince Lombardi's like great grandson at quarterback. <laughs> I <laughs> is can't, that true? I can't bet against that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he is. I didn't realize he was a relative. That's amazing. Yeah, it's somewhere yeah, down I can't line. bet against but uh, that's, that's NC Nick is locking up Michigan state and the Spartans on a rebound after the Rutgers gave. I think that's a little crazy to lock it up considering how good Joe Milton looked, but I do expect yeah. this to be a cover by Michigan state, but I still think Michigan wins by something in the twenties. Yeah. Yep. 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 I agree. Um, should be a, a convincing victory here, but I, the, the possibility that Milton comes back down to earth a little bit is there. It's too early for Michigan to be buying their own hype, but maybe just enough that they don't get the cover here. Uh, yeah. And moving down the line, we got a heater in the AC, the AAC, not the ACC. Uh, Memphis, the top. The the yes. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's accurate. Uh, the <laughs> Memphis Tigers travel to Cincinnati, Patty C. And Cincinnati's laying six. Look, this team's met twice last year. And this is, I love this angle. I'm going to lock up Cincinnati because I think they remember last year. And I think this Memphis team is not the same team oh. from a season ago. They don't pass the eye test to me. They lost Kenneth Gainwell. They lost uh, Dominic Coxey. They're wide out. I, I, uh, I, they also lost uh, not only Gainwell, they lost the Redskins running back Antonio Gibson, right? Yeah, so, playing ball too. yeah. And, and they're sitting here and you're going to tell me that they're going to come up and do some cold, a little bit of cold weather in Cincinnati. Last year, both games were in Memphis and Memphis won by 10, but it was with Cincinnati's backup quarterback. Then they won a week later in the championship game by five in a game where I believe both quarterbacks played. If memory serves me correct. Mm. But I think the Cincinnati team, they're getting them at home. I think they have revenge on the mind. I think Ryan Silverfield in Memphis, they don't pass the eye test despite them ruining my UCF bet two weeks ago. I'm going to take the Bearcats to cover this thing. And I think they might cover it big. I think they might win like 31 to 17, 34 to 17, something like that. Fair enough, and I'll put my uh, I'll put a disclaimer on here. I don't want to do this very often, but I have emotional ties to this game, you know, and so I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> so I'm taking Memphis on the cover because I fully expect a dogfight here. But I do think you're right. I think revenge is very much on the mind for Cincinnati. If there's one game on the schedule that they can't that they're not going to let down for, even after a big top 25 victory last week on the road. They're coming home with absolute blood in their eyes, ready for Memphis. You would have to think. And so, but Memphis is playing decent football this year. No, and no, 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 no. They no. might just be, look, Cincinnati. I don't care how many points they ended up scoring. That, that score is deceiving. That was a, a decent game through uh, like two and a half quarters against, uh, 
against uh, SMU last week. Their offense just isn't that explosive. If Memphis can stay in a position where they actually get some points on the board. Now, since his defense is playing at a different level, though, so it's tough to say. But I just think that Memphis may end up making this a dogfight for Cincinnati. I'm on the Bearcats. NC Knicks on the Bearcats. I am locking up the Bearcats. I think revenge spot, perfect spot. I think they've had this circled all year. Can't wait. And, and, I, and especially from the quarterback point of view, um, why am I struggling to think of the quarterback's name? It's not, Ritter. Yeah. Desmond Ritter. Why do I always want to say Deontay Kenner, who was a Cincinnati quarterback like 20 years ago? Um, Since he also a 16 game win streak at home, I believe it's, so it's a factor. It's not happening. It's not happening. Takes if dude, if I lose this, I'll fucking I'll fucking throw some skyline chili in your fucking face. All right, <laughs> I, I won't take that bet. <laughs> as tempting as that bet is, <laughs> uh, uh, that that reminds me, like a, like a few weeks ago, I saw a dude uh, in Venice Beach. You know, Venice Beach, especially during COVID, has become <laughs> a a a. Cr- I mean, it's always been a crazy place. But especially during COVID, I don't know what happened. The word got out, but like every homeless person in all of the world moved, <laughs> moved to the boardwalk of Venice. <laughs> it is a complete shit show right now. The street performers can't even perform because there's just houses. There's just box springs of homeless people everywhere. Like shanty towns, <laughs> dude, dude. So I'm walking my dog down there, which, which, a f- like a few weeks ago. And it made, and I made a note of like, maybe I don't walk down here for the next couple years. Um, <laughs> until we get this thing resolved. But, um, uh, I did see a guy hit somebody in the face with a nice plate of potato salad. It was absolutely <laughs> <laughs> fucking hilarious. Right? <laughs> like, uh, I'm not above laughing at pa- potato salad to the face. All right. <laughs> So I don't think I'll ever be above that. But anyway, speaking of potato salad to the face, UTSA travels to Boca Raton to take on the Florida Atlantic owls who, 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 who covered for me last week in my 1-800 conference USA pick Dundee special. Nice. Which is why (laughs) I'm going to tell you to take my, my road runners that got a heart sincere McCormick running. He's been a DFS play of mine for a while. They're getting six. I know Florida Atlantic's good. I know Jim Levitt's got that defense tuned up. They picked off Marshall's quarterback a couple times last week, but I like the road runners. This team doesn't, they've, they've played four different quarterbacks because of injuries and they've been competitive in all their games. Give me the road runners in Boca Raton to cover six Florida Atlantic might get the win, but, but, but give me it. Give me them to cover, cover it by six. What do you think of this game? Well, I think that uh, UTSA has played seven games and Florida Atlantic has played two. So there's a definite experience advantage working in their favor. I will say that Florida Atlantic's two games have been impressive going to Marshall and only losing by 11. Normally that's not that impressive, but this year that is a, a good look and then beating a decent Charlotte team. Uh, so Florida Atlantic, I do think is a solid team this year, but UTSA sitting at four and three, um, several close losses, you know, a, a loss only by seven at BYU. That's a great look. That's a great loss. I hate to say it, but um, I don't know. I, I have to agree with you. UTSA getting six easy peasy. 
There we go. And dude, I almost locked up this next special in the AAC. The owls of temple traveled down to new Orleans to take on Tulane. Patty C temple hasn't passed the eye test to me. I think they're kind of a fraudulent team with rod carry kind of like that higher, but uh, they haven't looked very good to me. I think Tulane is going to win this game. The Tulane minus three. I thought about locking this up. This is one that might be locked up by Saturday morning. Mm, I can see it. I can see it. Tulane has played good football for some reason. They don't seem to be able to finish the job all the time, um, which scares me. And temple is okay, but you're right. Uh, what are they? One and two at this point, 12 point loss against uh, Memphis last week did get the cover there, but uh, I think Tulane is the better team and getting them at home. It's a long trip for temple. Yeah. I'm I'm riding the Willie Fritz and his slamming hot wife train. Yeah, exactly. Man, got to go with the green wave here. UCF at Houston. Patty C. I I sense a lock coming on. This is a this is a like must watch TV for me this weekend. I'm gonna watch this game. I like the trajectory that Holgerson's got this Houston team going in. Mm. But I do believe UCF. I gun to my head. I still believe they're the best team in the AAC. I still think they're gonna beat Cincinnati. They just need a little bit of defense and some health for their wideouts and running backs. But give me UCF minus three at Houston. This is one I'm excited to watch. You are locking UCF. Tell me about that. Well, I just think this is a team that, you know, aside from their kryptonite uh, Tulsa, which they lost fair and square outright, you know, they got beat. Whereas as, as we mentioned in Memphis, they were shellacking Memphis and somehow managed to completely shit the bed in that game. Other than that torched Georgia tech by 28, gave it to ECU by 30, 33 and uh, handled uh, Tulane, a good Tulane team by 17. So I think this team is like you said, one of the, especially probably the best three and two. How many times can <laughs> UCF be the best uh, two loss team in the country? We're looking at two years in a row right now. Um, and I think that they're just a better now going to Houston is a little bit of a concern. And I agree with you that Holgerson's got them pointed in the right direction. So I'm not super strong on this lock, but I just think UCF's going to win. And if they're going to win, they're going to win by more than three. So I like it. I like your play. I'm on UCF. NC Nick though says not so fast. He's on the Cougars of Houston. Um, all right, quick Sunbelt special Troy at Arkansas state. All three of us are on Arkansas state. We don't need to touch too much into that one. Rice. At, yeah, exactly. Should be a good one. It should be it's, all these Sunbelt games are going to be good this year, man. They're better. I, I, I read an article that they're better than the big 12 the other day. I think Pat Ford wrote that article. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think I agree that they're deeper. Or forty, I think he goes by. But uh, I, he's a guy that I have uh, mixed feelings towards because sometimes he's a complete douchebag, and other times he speaks the truth. So, but I do think that he's right on that. Sunbelt is playing maybe better football than the Big Twelve. Yeah, I mean, look, I was just saying that article made sense. I know that uh, I always forget what journalists write what, but I know that there's a lot of uh, journalists that I I can't stand when it comes to college football. Um, so. Arkansas state, all of us on that. That is a good game to watch. Um, Rice at Southern Miss Patty C Southern Miss interim head coach just up and left for Austin P <laughs> there are three coaches Ow. in and I, what four games in, I mean, it almost, uh, you know, I, I think they need to, to give Brett Favre a, a call. 
the Wranglers guy up on the on the lawnmower somewhere in Mississippi, probably sending out dick pics. But give him a call. <laughs> give him a call and say, Brett, we're gonna need you to recruit a coach here. Cause I understand they're strapped financially with COVID and everything. They need to play these games, and I don't think they can offer a ton of money to a coach because I think they're they're having some financial issues. But that'll do it for a 12 pack of beer. I think you can convince a Rich Rodriguez. I think you can convince convince a Jim Levitt or a Paul Johnson to come down there and coach in Hattiesburg. So please, if not get Brett Favre on the phone, like I said, he can find somebody. He'll find somebody to to do the damn thing. Get Jen Sturger on as a secretary and Brett Favre will take that job. Brett Favre will pay to take that job. (laughs) Uh, I'm taking Southern Miss here. I still think talent prevails. doesn't matter who's coaching Uh, here. Could, could, yeah, I kind of have to agree. Um, now, now here's a here's a must watch game this Saturday. LSU at Auburn, Patty C. LSU minus two. NC Nick taking Auburn. I I just wonder has he watched Auburn this year? Because I don't know. I understand LSU's had their struggles, but <laughs> I think LSU is the far better team thus far, based on eye test. I'm riding with LSU. I know Malzahn. I know these games are quirky, so maybe Nick does have a point here. These games. Yeah are some of the most entertaining games to watch all always, year. Yeah. Always a heater between <laughs> Auburn and LSU. I, I feel like they're always weird. They're always weird ass games um, yeah. and fun, uh, but just uh, the unorthodox happens in these games. Um, I, I'm going to ride LSU. I almost locked this up before I remembered how, how wacky these games were. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I see, what's that? In Auburn too. Yeah. Yeah. I see you're on LSU though too. NC Nick, like I said, on Auburn. Move down to Notre Dame at Georgia Tech, Patty. See, this is the game that happened in Rudy where he got the sack. Um, <laughs> well, I, perhaps they have another Rudy because I think they're going to be up a lot of points. They'll have an opportunity to get the sack. Maybe they'll count on Vince Vaughn to call that uh, HB toss pass when the coach says no. All right. So may, maybe, they, maybe they can pull this out. <laughs> um, I will say that there's one thing that stood out to me, and I know it's just an interview, but I kind of it's got me believing a little more in Notre Dame is that Brian Kelly did away with the coach speak and said, fuck, fuck that. We're looking ahead. We're looking up to Clemson. You know, we need to be playing championship ball at Clemson level every week if we're going to have a chance in that game. And so, you know, you can play down to uh, the level of competition, which is typically something Notre Dame would do. I don't think they're going to do it. Assuming this offense rolls a little bit, Georgia Tech's in trouble. Patty C, I know we touched on this two episodes ago, but I just want to reiterate to you that uh, that Notre Dame now has faced Duke is one and five, right? Yeah. South Florida is one and five, right? Yep. Florida State is two and four. Mm-hmm. Louisville is two and four. <laughs> Pitt is three and four. And if Notre Dame wins, they'll be three and five. Georgia Tech. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Pitt's playing somebody else. Georgia Tech is two and four. They are going to go all the way. They're, I'm <coughs> telling you. I'm telling you. What is Boston College record? They're uh, four and two, but they play Clemson this week. I am going to say that they're going to only play two winning teams. I know we touched on this. Maybe Wake. Wake could be a winning team. You need Wake. Wake. <laughs> they need Wake to beat Syracuse this week. Um, that's unbelievable though. They're, they're two, four, they're six games in with a combined record. What? One and five, two and 10. 
and then two and four, two and four. What is that? Four and four and eight. So what? Six and eighteen, and then you add Pitt. Three and four. So nine. So nine and twenty-two, and then Georgia Tech before this loss, even though they're going to lose, is what? Eleven. And and twenty six, yeah. eleven and twenty six is what they've played. And it's going to be eleven and twenty seven. I'm on Notre Dame. <laughs> NC Nick's on Notre Dame. Patty C's on Notre Dame. Patty C, how do you know that this team's good? It's impossible. It's impossible. Uh, People are calling to- calling out BYU for playing nobody. I right. I mean, thus far, I would argue that BYU's actually probably played. Some, not every game as hard, but I think they've, I think Houston's probably better than every team on this schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And Notre Dame hasn't exactly blown out all of these teams. One by 14 against Duke, 16 against Florida state and five against Louisville. I mean, great wins, 52 point win against USF and 42 point win against Pitt, but that's the exception, not the rule. So uh, they're going to lose to Clemson, and then that should be the end of the conversation. We will finally get. Now, here's the interesting thing about this, Colby. Uh, your claim that Notre Dame needing to join a conference, how ironic would it be if they lost to Clemson, right? Didn't play in their conference championship game and still made the playoff. Now, the only thing, thing about that is. I don't understand how they wouldn't play in their conversation. Only if Miami runs the table and it's somehow no, ranked. No, if North Carolina beats them. If North Carolina beats uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, they'd have the tiebreaker. And then. North- well, then Notre Dame would have had to have beaten Clemson. So uh, they would be in at that point. Uh, a one loss team with a win over Clemson's in the playoff. Um, but either way, there is a, some possibility that Notre Dame gets in without winning their conference championship, which would tickle me pink, uh, you know, because you're such a, and you insist so much that Notre Dame has to join a conference because you're un-American. You don't believe in independence. You don't believe in freedom. You're a communist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, if, uh, in my opinion, the ACC, because I, I, I think I hate the ACC more than every conference. <laughs> Look, I know we're mad at the Pac-12 for saying like, and Big Ten for saying like, oh, we're gonna play football late. But yeah. fuck that, fuck the ACC for for catering to to Notre Dame and then giving them the they're softest doing, fucking schedule, right? They're they're doing a deal with the devil, and I hate to say Notre Dame's the devil because I'm an Irish Catholic, but <laughs> they're definitely doing a deal with the devil here. I, I tell you, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Their schedule's disgusting. All right, you know who's not disgusting is Thrive Fantasy. Yeah. College experience is brought to you by thrive fantasy. Come prop up on thrive fantasy this season. Thrive fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. The response of SGP listeners for thrive fantasy has been amazing. People have loved it. You know, they're, they're, they're hooking up with listeners with thousand dollar free rolls. I mean, come on, that's, that's incredible. Uh, with thrive, you can eliminate the countless hours of research and focus only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If it's NFL, Choose 10 out of the 20 available players to build, uh, or I'm sorry, choose 10 out of the 20 available player props to build your lineup. And if it's uh, PGA, MLB, esports, choose five out of the 10 available players to build your lineup. 
Um, each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit, hit the most props, rack up the most points. You win a share of the prize pool. Thrive has uh, over $50,000 in guaranteed prizes weekly and has awarded over $1.6 million in cash prizes. So use that promo code SGP when you sign up today and you'll receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four times rollover. Download Thrive Fantasy on the App Store, Google Play Store, or by visiting their websites at www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today, people. And don't forget that promo code SGP. All right. We're getting to this thing, huh? We're getting here. We Shopping are, through it. We are getting here. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We get down to this. Here's an interesting one. I'm actually really excited. <laughs> Northwestern at Iowa. Patty C is, you know, I'm a big Pat Fitzgerald guy. And I can't tell if this is for real because I did like I saw it in the offseason when they landed uh, Peyton Ramsey, the Indiana quarterback transfer. I was like, hey, I like this kid when I saw him at Indiana. And then I know Pat Fitzgerald's team was very inexperienced a season ago and they had horrible quarterback problems. I trust him to be, I think he's a really underrated coach. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, maybe Northwestern might be able to make some noise in the big 10 West. I, I wasn't, but then part of me is like, Colby, he played Scotty Montgomery <laughs> in Maryland and Mike Loxley. So always something to be taken into consideration. Take that with a grain of salt for sure. So, I mean, I was originally going to take Northwestern here and then I thought Iowa, they're at home, but no one's there. No one's going to be there for the game, but I, I had a really hard time picking this game. I filled out both. To tell you the truth. Stay away from this game. Dundee special, but watch it because it's just, it should be a good one. It should be a fun one. And you're right. A lot on the line here, especially with Wisconsin having to sit out. Who knows what's going to happen with their season? Um, who goes to the Northwest? big, who goes to the big 10 championship in the West? If, if, if let's just say Northwestern's five, uh, you know, eight, no, and Wisconsin six, no. That's a great question. Well, I guess they're still on each other's schedule though, aren't they? Uh, but that's right. But but what if they both have one loss? Yeah, that's true. What if one team's seven and one and one's five and one? Well, as long as they have that head to head game, then we'll have a, we'll have an answer, but I don't know that I would agree with it then because if you've still played that many more times, well, I will say that the the uh, odds of a uh, a tie with everyone having one loss, whether it be, I would guess if they if they are playing head to head, then it would have to be a three way tie for it to be uh, a controversy there. But th- I would say no, those odds. No, what do you mean like- for there to be controversy there? Let's say Wisconsin beats beats uh, Northwestern, right? Well, let's say then it's over. If they no, lost, no, I, I don't. Know, I don't. I, I don't know that it's I. Agree. The first. I don't know that I agree. Well, that's, that's the- so, so you're telling me if Wisconsin plays four games or five games and, uh, and, and Northwestern goes seven and one. That, that's true. That they deserve that. That's true. Then it's not really a tie. Exactly. Because then you played more games and took more risk to lose and prove that true. you were a better team in a way. That is true. You won more games. Absolutely. With the same amount of losses. Yeah. I agree with you. Actually. I think if, uh, if you play the more games and you win more, 
then uh, you have a pretty strong argument. So it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Okay. Uh, NC Nick, by the way, on Iowa, I'm on Iowa Patty C on Northwestern. Here's a real one to watch. Indiana at Rutgers. Patty C the golden Guido getting 10 points at home. <laughs> uh, Greg Schiano getting 10 points in what's it? New Brunswick. <laughs> Have you all forgotten what uh, the golden Guido did the last time around in at Rutgers? I, I haven't forgotten Brian Leonard, man. Ray Rice. They were number two in the country as a what? What what conference were they in at that Mike point? Mike Teal, Big East. Same conference as Miami and Virginia Tech back then. That's right. That's right. I actually think Virginia Tech had moved on by 2007. But you're right. You're uh, right. You're right. Miami probably had two, actually. Wait, who? who yeah. Which is the only, so who the fuck the was in the conference they, then? Louisville. Uh, Louisville was. Cincy. Yeah. Pitt was still in there. It was a decent conference. It was, power, power, uh, it was a power six. What they call them? Yeah, I think it was power six back then. So, uh, or BCS conference, we should say. Mm. Uh, Rutgers, look, give me the golden Guido. I've already seen enough. I'm fucking <laughs> locked and loaded on the the Guido. I'm on the golden Guido too. NC Nick back in the golden Guido. Take the, the ten points. It's back and rocking. Charge on with the Scarlet Knights. TCU at Baylor. We're all taking TCU. Uh, that game I'd stay away from personally. Yeah, don't touch it with the yeah. football. Might take on it too. UAB at La Tech, Petty C. I, I see now you're hopping on the Blazers. I think um, La Tech. I'm, it's I'm, too many points. UAB minus eleven and a half. UAB has blown out some decent teams. <laughs> uh, give me, give me uh, the the Bulldogs and Rustin uh, to cover this. I think UAB gets the win, but give me a uh, twenty-eight twenty-four win for the Blazers and uh, NC Knicks on La Tech too, but Ole Miss at Vandy, Patty C you're, you're, you know, Ole Miss would be winless if, if basically Kentucky made an extra point. <laughs> That's true. But I also see that uh, uh, Vanderbilt has lost back-to-back games against teams that are not over 500 by 34 points each. So that is encouraging for the Rebels of Mississippi. Catching 16, Vandy almost beat AM. They did. If if some butts were candy and nuts, Colby, be a very Merry Christmas. Patty sees on Ole Miss. Me and NC Nick are taking Vandy in the 16. I I could totally see this being 35 21 final score or 35 no. to 10. Ole Miss will find a way to fuck this up for me, for sure. Uh, here's what I'm interested. Uh, I can't believe you're doing this actually app state at law Monroe. I went to this game a season ago in Boone and app state won 52 to seven. If memory serves me correct. <laughs> I, I could be convinced on this one. <laughs> Sell me here. So flip me over. Give well, me a win. Here, clearly Cole. that month off uh, app state looked the part when they returned from that. I think that that Marshall loss was a wake up call to them. I think this team, I, I look, I thought they were going to go undefeated this year because they returned enough that I was like, man, watch out for app, watch out for app. Yeah. They just return a ton of experience they're, they're They have like three or four good running backs. They got good wideouts, good tight ends, uh, a senior quarterback. Who's going to be back again for another year. I think app rolls. I think they, they, they found a way to do this against Arkansas state. I think they're going to blow out 
La Monroe. Well, the spread is uh, what was the spread at? Thirty-one and a half. It's just a wait. Am I looking at the right one? Yeah, you are. You are. Yes. And I That's got. A I'm thinking forty-eight, forty-eight to uh, ten. <laughs> Look, it's it's entirely possible they did win last week by uh, twenty-eight. In fact, I, I I looked long and hard at this. Uh, Louisiana Monroe. They suck, so it's tough. I mean, they, they hung with Georgia Southern, only lost by five, but they did lose by 25 to UTEP. Ugh. You know what? I, I think I am going to flip this because App State did pass the eye test last week. They yeah. look like far back. Changing horses midstream is what Patty C does. You know, you got to watch out for this guy. <laughs> okay, here's, here's honestly one of the best games of the day. Texas at Oklahoma State, Patty C. OK State minus a field goal. I, I I had a hard time picking this one, but I was like, you know what? OK State, they're at home. I, I wish I could see more of Spencer Sanders. I feel like Texas is going to, we know how talented Texas is. So they're going to beat someone they shouldn't based on how their team has been looking this year. Or someone they should. <laughs> yeah, well, depending on how you look at that. But I'm saying, like, right now, we're thinking Iowa State and, and Oklahoma State are the teams, maybe K State. Yeah. I could. I think yeah. Texas is gonna bite one of them, maybe two of them. Yeah. The question is, is who are the two? I'm gonna ride with Gundy and Stillwater here because I think Spencer Sanders, t- tough. Uh, you know, I know Texas has really struggled with defending, yeah, everything, but also, but especially the run. Um, and they have a guy named Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> yeah. And Spencer Sanders has also got running capability. So I'm going to take OK State minus the three. I don't love this game, but I do love watching this game. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. I mean, when you really consider that Texas probably could have lost to, uh, should have lost to Texas Tech, they'd be two and three right now with their only power five win over a questionable Baylor team right now. It's just tough to say how good Texas actually is. You're right that, like, you kind of have to give them some credit based on the talent they have. And Ellinger being a fifth year senior, I believe. Um, so that, 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 all that said the mojo, I actually kind of want to get, what was your vibe of Stillwater while you're there? Is there mojo over there? I, I was really impressed with the defense. Really yeah. impressed. Like, I don't know that I've ever seen an Oklahoma state defense. not since the days of Dexter Manley. <laughs> Boom, that's going back. <laughs> maybe, oh. maybe Javon Langford. Yeah. Um, or maybe Leslie O'Neill. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't like, I'm not going to bet this game, but I do go, uh, go pokes, go pokes. Um, this one, I, I'll be honest. I think you're going to convince me to lock this one. Uh, I'm not even sure. This is probably my weakest lock of the day, but I think Virginia tech is bound to bounce bounce back here. This is one that is, is to me, that might be a lock by Saturday morning. The Hokies travel to Papa John stadium. And uh, or whatever the fuck they call it now, Little Caesars fucking stadium, and uh, and uh, Virginia Tech's a three point favorite. I know Louisville's been doing good. Satterfield's, uh, you know, he's turned the corner a little bit the past two weeks. I think they're a lot better than their record. But Virginia Tech also somewhat laid an egg last week. We like this team. Mm-hmm. I went VT. NC Nick went Louisville. You know what? Actually, I'm not gonna lock this up. But I like Virginia Tech as the play. 
Yeah, it's questionable. It's questionable. It's not my best lock. I wanted to get something down on the paper, you know, give our fans something to shoot at. I do think that uh, Louisville had probably played above their level and is getting a little more credit than they deserve. I think Virginia Tech probably played down, slept on uh, Wake Forest a little bit. And I think that that will adjust and we'll see the true representation of both teams. Uh, and I think Virginia Tech's more than three points better than Louisville. It is on the road, um, a little bit of a concern, but I just think Virginia Tech is has been playing pretty good ball throughout the year. They laid a clunker last week, but right. I don't think, uh, so, you know, so, that's, so that's about you're it. You're locking up your Hokies. Yeah, buddy. I'm going to match you with a lock here, not on this game, but the very next game we're talking about Boise state at air force, Patty C, you know, mm. you know, I love both these programs, right? Yeah. But I, boy, your Air Force is getting 14 and a half points. Nice hook there. I am on the Falcons. I got, mm. I got some points for you. I got some reasoning why. I want to hear it because I am on Boise. The past five times they've played, right? Yeah. Which I think it's probably all Harson years by now. Yeah, I think you're right. Only once has Boise covered against them. Or, or one, one by more, one by more than 14, right? It's a nice little nug. Well, check us out. Air force has also won three of the five matchups. Wow. Maybe Boise doesn't handle that triple option too well. And that's another reason is even if I do think Boise, look, first off, I know Boise coming into the year, replacing a lot of defense, right? Well, yeah. that means they're probably not experienced as experienced in guarding the triple option. Then yeah, I'm sure their offense is back. What you know, uh, what's his name? Bachmeyer is a stud quarterback, so I'm sure they're going to be able to get some points here. But even if they are up 21, Air Force milks that clock. Get they get a garbage touchdown. You win by the hook. Give me the Falcons to cover this thing. It might be onto something. I will say that I'm factoring Air Force's bed shitting against. Uh, San Jose State last week. I like San Jose State well, though, man. I actually think San Jose State's going to be a player in the conference this year. I I can't shake San Jose State as the door, doormat of that conference just yet. Mentally, even though it's clear that they're not there. Well, they went 5 and 7 last five year. 5 and 7 beat Arkansas at Arkansas. That's uh, not saying much. Well, I mean, shit. <laughs> last I mean, place. Uh, last 5 uh, isn't saying much. Everyone wants to fucking praise the SEC a year ago. And here they are, you know, the, the Arkansas was probably not, that was Vandy worse. Who was worse? Um, it's, true. it's true. Let's be honest, folks. They're not infallible, um, but San Jose state is definitely getting better. So you can't shit on air force too bad for that. I mean, air force beat Navy by 40. Yeah, it's a good, it was a good win. Uh, you might be right. You might be right. I'm still riding Boise just because they handled business so thoroughly last week. Uh, Air, 29 point Air Force only like, lost by 11 in Boise last year. This time, this year's in Colorado Springs. All right. You heard the man. Come on. The lock. Take, take the 14 and a half. Look, I'll be honest. I was going through my six pack. I had to pick this game for SGP. And I originally yeah. had, I originally had, San Jose State, my oh, for, I, it, it was crazy. I started out with Nevada minus. Nine. Oh wait, are we skipping down to uh, San Jose State game? Or are we no, still no, on no. Boise? I just want to tell you my thought process on why. So I have to pick all my six six pack for the the sports gambling podcast. So all those are locks for me. 
And yeah. my sixth game originally was Nevada at UNLV, Nevada minus nine, right? But then overnight between Sunday and Monday, when I have to do this thing, that spread jumped up four points. Mm. So, so I said, damn. So then I switched to San Jose State minus nine, I think it was maybe eight and a half at New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But then that game got canceled or it got moved to San Jose. So the spread went up at that. So then I was like, damn it. So then I was like, oh, but wait, there's Air Force Boise. Why is it at 14 and a half when they always play them tough? So I, I'm riding with the Falcons here. Hunter, baby. There you go. I like it. You, you make some strong points there. Um, okay. Now we jump down to uh, uh, another, another fun one here in the, the one I was just talking about, New Mexico at San Jose State. I am going to still lock up San Jose State minus 10. I think it's at 11 now. But it was that time when we did this spreadsheet, and uh, New Mexico is breaking in a brand new coach. They had their game canceled last week. San Jose State played a game. I like Nick Starkle. You know he's a big recruit from A and M in Arkansas. I like San Jose State and Brent Brennan to get this minus the ten points at home in San Jose against New Mexico. I like Rocky Long back at at New Mexico and, and Gonzalez, uh, but I think it's going to take a few weeks to get things going. So give me the Spartans as a lock. I'm with you. I'm not locking it, but I, I am agreeing with you. NC Knicks agreeing with you. Seems like the right play for sure. All right. Then you got the leech. Almost, almost right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man, it's almost yeah. lockworthy for you. Right. Which means, yeah. which means I'll take that with um, Mississippi state at Alabama. Patty C Mississippi state is getting 31 and a half. Uh, everyone on Mississippi state just transferred out because Mike Leach, you know, it, they, they, these the millennials, they're fucking millennials. It gets tough. They want to just say, that's right. Going gets tough. Let me go to another school. The pussies transferred. Hello. Exactly. I mean, they're <laughs> kids, but <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> look, look, Mike Leach is cleaning house. I guess he's not really probably even cleaning house. They're just leaving on their own. They're, they're cleaning the house for him. Uh, I think, and I'm a little disgusted by you right now, Colby, because you had been so loyal to our guy, right? And now you're riding with Bama. Jaden Waddleless, Bama. And here I think Mike Leach had a couple weeks to prepare for this game. And let me tell you what. Mike Leach is going to make this fun. This is what I had in mind at the beginning of the season. Mike Leach giving fits to these coaches that aren't used to this shit. And he'd already did it to Ed Ordron and upset the defending national champions. Now, obviously, he's laid several eggs in a row, getting working through the kinks. But I think it's time that he get back in the spotlight. And this is obviously the perfect situation to do it. I hope you're right. Look, I'm doing this just to get them back on the winning side of things. If I kept picking them, they kept losing. So I got to hop to the other side to help my guy out, man. There you go. NC, there Nick, you. NC Nick taking Bama as well. Uh, you got Charlotte at Duke, the 49ers at the uh, Blue Devils here. Patty C. We're all on Charlotte. This you're, is a tough one. You're, it, you're finally on my boy, Will Healy. <laughs> Barely, man. I went back and forth on this game. That spread, Vegas got it right. I think 10 is a really tough play. Duke is definitely the better team, it looks like. But Charlotte, you got to figure once this game. In state, you know, statement statement game for Will Healy, but I think they I think that's enough to get them to cover. NC Nick's a Duke guy and he's even going Charlotte. 
Say no more. All right. Uh, Arkansas, Sam Pittman. This is a must watch game. Now catching 12 at a and M Patty C catching 12. Give me the Razorbacks to cover this 12 a and M will get the win. I think, but uh, I, I, I like what this uh, they're believing they're beginning. What do they say in the matrix? He's beginning to believe, right? <laughs> That's what I feel That's like right. the, the, the players of Arkansas are beginning to believe when you start believing crazy things can happen. I'd love to That's see true. them win this on the money line. I, I don't think a gun to my head. I'm taking Texas A&M to win the game, but give me a, uh, give me a 31, 21 final score. Boom. And uh, NC Nick also confident about this game. Yeah. NC Nick locking up the Razorbacks. Wow. Okay. Now we move down the line, Ohio state at Penn state, Patty C no crowd, no whiteout. The only whiteout would be in uh perhaps, I don't know. Uh, Sandusky's fucking basement. Um, uh, Ohio state at Penn state, Ohio state laying 11 and a half. You're taking Ohio state cause you're a turncoat bastard. Mm. NC Nick's taking Ohio state cause he's a turncoat bastard. I'm mad at those horrible, horrible targeting calls. I saw James Franklin tweet out Ohio state, Ohio state, Ohio state, Ohio state, Ohio state, like 10 different times. Yeah. I'm taking Penn state to cover this thing. Look, I would love nothing more. I would love for nothing more than Penn state to not only cover this, but pull the outright upset. As I mentioned to you before, this has become, especially with Michigan, Notre Dame no longer being an annual battle due to them both being passive aggressive pussy schools. Uh, Ohio state, Penn state, one of the most slept on rivalries in college football. And I need Penn state to put change, change this rivalry and get back into it. So I, I want it, but I can't say, I mean, Ohio state, I'm just buying the hype. I'm buying it, Colby. Uh, disgusting. All right. Uh, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but you don't know how? Well, guess what? ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top notch customer support going 24 seven and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace per head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today. And ACE is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Final, final stretch here, man. I say that every fucking time. Uh, Missouri at Florida, Patty C. Do you smell a live dog? A little bit. I do. Missouri's been playing good football. I, I, uh, I know that Florida had 20 players out. And so they canceled the game. Now they had an extra bye week, and I think this offense might move. They fired Todd Grantham. Probably works as a bonus for him. He didn't get COVID. Um, uh, I just think 13 is too high. I like the way Missouri's been playing. Eli Drinkwitz, good head coach. Give me Missouri plus the 13. I see you're on it. I see NC Knicks on it. We Tigers. Absolutely. Um, here's one I thought about locking up, Patty. See this next one. I thought about locking up the Navy midshipmen getting 15 at SMU because Navy normally beats this team. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I do think that SMU is a little better defensively than they have been 
Previously, I would need to check the stats on that. 15 but... points, though? Yeah, it's a lot of points. I'm going Navy, too. I Dude, this might be a lock by Saturday morning. Might be a lock. That's what I'm feeling like might be a lock. The next yeah, two are... the next two might be a lock, I'll be honest. I might triple lock you guys in the next game, but I, I could totally see Navy you know, winning this game outright. I really could. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Navy's been a little hit and miss this year. So depending on which uh, team shows up, very much so. I mean, that's a great thing about the AAC is that, you know, there's parity. It's, uh, the, the floor on a lot of the teams in the AAC is pretty high. There's not a ton of shitbag clunker teams in the AAC. So I think uh, it's a good call. Take Navy on the cover. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the play here. Uh, next one, I think might end up being a lock. Actually, you know what? I'll match you guys on this one. Good call. I'm going to lock up North Carolina minus six and a half at Virginia. I don't trust Virginia's offense. I think North Carolina has got too much, too much offense. Give me UNC minus six and a half. I already see Patty C and NC Nick locked it. They didn't even need to convince me by they just had, they had to, sh- to show me on the spreadsheet. And that is, uh, you know, North Carolina, by the way, the spreadsheet available sports gambling podcast.com every single week. All right. It's on. And it's also tagged to my Twitter at the Colby D. So if you miss it, it's your fucking fault. But Patty C why you're going against your own boys. Talk to me here. Well, I will say this, you know, in defense of Virginia, they've typically done very well against North Carolina in the city of Charlottesville. Um, so to talk about a team, these, these two schools are probably most similar to each other in terms of uh, image. And so there is a lot of pride. I think they're similarly talented, although I think that North Carolina, typically North Carolina this year in particular, far more talented, um, which and then the quarterback play is just night and day between these two teams. North Carolina, completely explosive offense. Virginia, complete, you know, lemon of an offense. And so I think it's pretty obvious that North Carolina is going to go up there and blow them out. Um, but stranger things have happened in this particular rivalry. You've sold me on it. You've sold me on it. Okay. Sunbelt. <laughs> I see you're back in your boys. Louisiana Lafayette travels to San Marcos, Texas to take on Texas state laying 16 against your boys. Patty C NC Nick says, no, no, no. I had enough of this Texas state team. I'm riding with Lafayette. Nick says, I'm going to ride with Texas state. I think 16 is a little too much. Give me a Lafayette to win this guy. Give me a 42, 28 final score. Nice. Uh, I will say that Texas state is what are they? One in six right now. Yeah. They are the best one in six team in the country. They may be the only one of three teams that have played actually seven games this year, but uh, they're, they're still, I believe a, a, a decent network. Obviously you can't be one in six and be a good team, but <laughs> I don't know. Louisiana, Louisiana Lafayette could just blow the doors off this. I, I wouldn't touch it, but if I had a gun to my head, Texas state still seems like they play good enough football that they should get the cover here at home. I'm, I'm going to give you a Texas state as well, man. Uh, Oklahoma at Texas tech, Patty C you are riding with OU NC Nick riding with OU. I say, give me the red look, red Raiders. They should have beat Texas. They let them off the hook. You want to crown them, crown them. All right. <laughs> but I think they're going to be up for this game against Oklahoma. And I think Oklahoma gets the win, but give me a, give me a 42 31 final score. Give me, 
the Red Raiders to cover this line. I could 100% see that. I went back and forth on this one. I'm not sure about this game. I just 50-50, I had to choose one. So I just took OU. I think they're better playing better football. And at this point, they're playing with their backs against the wall if they want to get back in this Big 12 race. So I think maybe they start showing up big time. But well, they, be, said, they better root for Texas this weekend because if Texas loses to Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State doesn't even need to win the uh the Red Rock- Earth Bedlam. Bedlam, yeah. So Yeah. Um, it's true. It's true. And they're and OK State, I know they still gotta play if uh what, K State. So perhaps K State could be the thorn. Um I'm on Texas Tech though. I think 14's a little bit too much. Give me the Red Raiders. Um San Diego State at Utah State, Patty C. Our gals, I should probably lock this again because they never do me wrong. And if they do, it's very rarely. They're they're minus eight in in uh Logan, Utah, taking on the, the Aggies of Utah State. I I think San Diego State is the team to play here. NC Nick, they're taking up taking Utah State. I think you saw the way Utah State played late in that Boise game, kind of kind of showed us a little bit. They come out down to Logan. There are gonna be some fans there, I believe. So perhaps mm. Maybe. I mean, I'm just taking week one results. If this was two years ago, I'd say Utah State in a heartbeat, but it's not. It's 2020. San Diego State looks like a program that continues to stay on top of its game. Utah State still figuring it out. I don't know. Eight points on the road's a lot. I'm, on the, I, I'm on the Aztecs too, man. I think, I, think, yeah. I think that they're better right now. They're a better program. Um, Western Kentucky laying 20, I'm sorry, getting 29 and a half at BYU. <laughs> Look, Western Kentucky needed a late score to beat Chattanooga. No disrespect <laughs> to Chattanooga, but I think BYU rolls Western Kentucky. Absolutely. Absolutely rolls them. And then Patty C, I mentioned this before as one of my locks that was in my six pack. I didn't put it there. I don't feel as strong about it because the line has jumped from it's jumped four and a half points in a couple days here. Brutal. Nevada UNLV a rematch. If you remember last year, UNLV kind of ruined Nevada's uh, you know momentum. They were, I mean, Nevada still made a bowl game, I believe, but uh, they they definitely fucked over Nevada late in the season. And I think you can get some revenge going here. Jay Norvell, uh, Matt Mummy, and this Nevada offense, the Air Raid. I think Nevada is gonna roll UNLV. I think UNLV is bad. They look bad against San Diego State. Give me the Wolfpack minus the 13 and a half, even though I did like, this would have been a top six play for me. I'm still just going to lock it. Cause I just think I, I could see this being like 45 to 21. Yeah. I mean the, 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 the road going on the road and against the quote, quote rival and the revenge spot. Almost, I did a UNLV beat him last year. Oh, wow. See that play that plays in uh, Nevada's favor. I was saying a couple points that work in UNLV's favor is the rivalry game to keep it close and the home field advantage. But that said, UNLV looks like dog shit and Nevada looks pretty good. So I do, I do see a, a convincing victory here. All right. And there's a lot, but I think we get it. Yeah, definitely. If you tease that down, you're going to love it too. Let's see. Let's do a teaser. Let's do a six point teaser. Let's give our fans something else to go like out of our, I mean, you can pick your locks. You can pick your nose, Pat, but uh, <laughs> six point teaser where you can take the six points any which way. 
I'm going to say you bring Minnesota down to 13 and a half. Cause there's no way Minnesota loses by less than two to or wins by less than two touchdowns. Um, that'll be one play. So I'm going to give you a three or four game teaser here. All right. I'm going to take Georgia down to eight and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. And then give me the one I just mentioned. I say, take, take Nevada down to what's that seven and a, that, see the only problem is that's not a great number. So, you know what? Don't listen to me on Nevada. Then give me, give me a, give me North, North Carolina down to minus a half. Yeah. They're going to get the, the win there. I mean, I say that with confidence based on what I've seen on the field at this point. Again, uh, sometimes you never know which team is going to show up, but UNC looks way better than Virginia at this or, point. Or, or App State down to down to twenty five and a half. Now, now people are out there. We're going to get out of here in a second here, but uh, the, they're wondering about the pick Dundee one eight hundred conference USA special one eight one eight hundred pick Dundee. You call it. There's, our slate's not as big this week. Our slate is not that big. I'm trying to scroll through and find them. You got uh, what Rice Southern Miss. <laughs> this one's tough because the coach just left them a few days ago. So the conference USA special, I'm going to ride with Southern Miss. Still. I still think talent prevails. UTSA at Florida Atlantic. I'm taking UTSA plus the six. And then uh, if we have another conference USA game out there, I believe we have UAB La Tech. I'm taking La Tech plus the 11 and a half pick Dundee special in the conference USA. He's been treating you right. Please respect it. And, and, and by the way, Need I mention that Western Kentucky is a conference USA team. They are playing at BYU. So that's, I know it's not full on conference USA against conference USA, but take BYU minus the points. And also Charlotte, Charlotte's conference USA getting 10 at Duke. Come on, come on. Let's do it guys. You know what I think we need Colby. What's that? I think at three in the morning, you need to, you need to make a uh, TV spot like you know one of these cheesy advertisements with the one eight hundred picked up written underneath, and you can only release ads at three in the morning. Infomercials. Yes. Yeah. After after forensic files, because every time I feel like I'm in a hotel room, I'm watching forensic files. I fall asleep, and at like three or four in the morning, it just goes into infomercials. Co- yeah. Copper skillet, the iron copper co- copper skillet. Uh, I could fit right in there. Just give me a, just give me a hot five minutes. I don't even need the 30 minute special. I can build up this guy's uh fucking the dude with the beard. He's always doing that. And then there's slap chop guy. I dude, can see the dude with the beard did some blow. And I think he passed away. Rest in oh, peace. Man. I forget his name, but anyway, I I'm all the on slap board. Chop guy, didn't he punch some chick in the face? These are your people Colby. <laughs> Uh, no CTE there. Um, okay. Uh, look, this is the college experience guys. Hope you enjoy our week. A picks. We need a big week here. I, I not, in, not when I say we, I mean me, Patty C had a winning week, a week, uh, a week ago. I had my worst week of the season. I, I feel a rebound coming on. All right. So let's do this. Uh, please. If you can give us a, an iTunes review, a five-star iTunes review, I'd really, really, really appreciate it. That's how we essentially get paid sponsors. Look at the comments. They say, Hey, people like these idiots. Let's give them money. Please guys available on all platforms. Subscribe, tell a friend. We are trying to grow this movement. All right. Uh, I am on Twitter at the Colby D. If you leave a five-star review tag it or take a screenshot and tag me in it on Twitter. And I'll put you in a raffle to get a college experience or sports gambling podcast shirt. 
don't worry. We'll find a way to get you something. If you won't be sitting there saying, oh, it's, it's a chance. We'll find a way to get you something. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Make sure you check out our draft or DFS podcast, college football DFS uh, dropping Friday morning. Me and NC Nick picking the best fantasy football lineups for DraftKings college football. We've won a bunch of money on stuff. So tune into that. He also writes a great column on DFS at sports podcast.com. We still are affiliated with the sports gambling podcast. Obviously they're on Twitter at DSGP network. Check them out. All right. And this is the college experience week nine picks. You better start thinking about yours and we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.